When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it's raw and uncut with Cougs in Dubai, yeah? At Crypto Fight Night. We, we find ourselves at some rarefied atmospheres, don't we? The WBC crypto title. No, it's the WBC Middle East title, isn't it? At Super Lightweight, is it? At Super Lightweight, yeah. This, you know, it's all happening, isn't it? We cannot stop coming to the Middle East. This is Cougan Cassis for IFL TV. We are in Dubai ahead We're of... We're almost on the... Can I just... Like, I, I'm not normally as windswept as this, but there's a huge flaming fan. It's not flaming, but there's a huge fan up there. Do you remember the sets on Dallas? You, you're too young to remember. I remember Dallas. Yeah, yeah but they, all, they were always sitting outdoors um, on the terrace with the wind. <laughs> um, we are here in Dubai. Yeah. We are back in the Middle East. We're windswept. A, a totally different event to what we were at a few weeks ago in yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, can you talk to us a little bit about your involvement here? Well, I've just been asked to come and do the presentation. It's on Fight TV, a whistle-stop tour. Flew out last night, helped with the way in today, a little bit of chat. The novices, those taking their first fights, the debutants, people that are in the crypto world, Crypto Fight Night 3. They've got intention to do these things. It's, it's not like misfits, but it, the crypto guys all want to fight each other. They're all rivals. And we've got two Chinese girls on the card. We've got a couple of belts. Um, there's a couple of serious bouts as well. I think there's about eight all crypto uh, trader um, fights, and, which is like the white collar stuff. But I tell you, they, there's a lot of them in shape. And then we've got, I think, seven or eight pro fights as well. Um, again, some novices, some experienced guys, about 10 countries represented. Um, and, you know, Great weigh-in by the pool over there at this place, Cavo, at Rami Dream Hotel. It's all based here. It's been a great couple of days so far. Absolutely. And tomorrow night is fight night, the crypto fight night uh, here in Dubai. So, yeah, there's, um, like I said, a mixture of pro and what we deemed as influencer boxing happening uh, tomorrow night. And I like the way you kind of just adapt to any situation. I listened to you out there. It's almost you sounded like you knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> well, hopefully I do. No, but what we are talking about is a milieu, an environment that we're familiar with 
and many of these aren't. So it's getting a little bit out of them to get them talking at each other because it's all in there. Um, and we, we had a few, uh, someone nearly got thrown in the pool because the, the, the dais, the stage was right by the pool. There was a little bit of pushing and shoving in a couple of fights, but all the decorum was there. The WBC are here as well, um, representing. Uh, they're overarchingly representing it, which is good. So all these guys are being checked on weight and all those things. There's a lot of four two-minute rounds for um, a lot of the guys that aren't regulars, which I think is very sensible. Uh, it's nice to be involved. Fly in, fly out, get home for Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron in the Dublin card on, on Saturday night. Right, it's all go for Gareth A. Davis. There was um, a little a pull literally going on about what would be the funniest moment, and I think it was kind of deemed that if you were pushed in the pool, that's the, the thing that would go most viral. Ah, uh, was it now? You'd be fuming, no, but... Wouldn't. Well, if someone chucked you in the pool? Well, what I did was I gripped an iPad for the entire time, reminding people I was holding an iPad um, as my kind of safety. Well played. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. Luke Barnett, the MMA fighter, the former middleweight in the UFC, whose career I covered years ago, and, and um, Luke and I used to work together on BT Sport. He's here working comms as well, as is Elbrook, as is Anthony Taylor. If anyone was going to go in the pool today, it was Aaron Chalmers and and Anthony Taylor, but I did threaten to put Barnett in the water at one point. We heard that one. Which was a bit silly, really, because he's about six foot seven and fought at middleweight in the UFC. So uh, I, I picked a wrong battle there anyway. Okay, Gareth, um, obviously this is like a brief catch up. Just a couple of things, obviously, yeah. over the last week. There's a lot going on back at home. I mean, obviously, we know you've spoken about this uh, mammoth card happening in Saudi Arabia on the 23rd of December, which was, I mean, we heard from all the promoters involved how it was put together at kind of rapid speed. It makes you think what does take so long when, you know, uh, things like that can be put together at pace. Um, one thing before I actually go on to that Saudi card, oh, I knew this would happen. A little malfunction with the light, but we're working with what we have uh, here at the professional outfit that is IFL TV. Um, Gareth, I do yeah. want to ask your opinion about um, Manchester. Um, oh, yep. Come on in, come on in. No, that's fine. Come on in. Gareth, sir. Uh, merci, madame. Je vous en prie, monsieur. Uh, merci beaucoup. Yeah. Adios. No, that's Spanish. No, yeah, sorry. Thank merci, you. Gracias. That's Spanish as well, wasn't it? Bonjour. Thank you. Um, Gareth, I do want to ask your opinion on a much-talked-about interview that happened uh, with Frank Warren and, and um, Adam Cattrall after the, the Manchester show last weekend. Um, yeah, just your kind of general thoughts on, on that situation, which has obviously been addressed uh, on TalkSport by Simon Jordan and Spencer Oliver, etc., etc. But yeah, someone that obviously, as a TalkSport colleague, obviously, what, what did you think about that situation with Frank and, and Adam? Well, it's just two people having it out, but I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm gagged on these issues because um, you know, I do work on TalkSport and I don't really want to put any more fire under the, under, you know, I don't want to put any more, add any more flames to the fire. I mean, I think Frank was obviously incensed about something and he wanted to talk to Adam and, and they had it out. It's as simple as that, you know. TalkSport have a problem at the moment with getting to Tyson Fury fights. So, you know, we're trying to repair the damage. But a lot, lot, lot of the things that Simon was saying was that he, he felt that it was almost an ambush on, on Adam Catchell to get him into that situation. Obviously, we were involved in that. I wasn't there myself. Obviously, Umar was there kind of filming that situation. But 
yeah, Adam felt, did it feel like that it was that kind of scenario where Adam didn't really kind of want to be there in that, in that kind of position? Well, I wasn't there on Saturday night working the event, so um, I don't really know how it came about. Adam and Frank have had their disputes before. It's probably ended up clearing the air, if anything. Um, everyone's got lots of opinions at the moment, so, you know, Talk Sport is a very resonant um, channel. And, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions. Um, and, you know, people are at loggerheads sometimes with their views. And all I can say is, I've, I just want to talk for myself, really, is that I've said consistently I thought the heavyweight division would eventually line up. And it has. Um, and, and I think it, there's, there's one thing that's important not to do that I've learned over the long period of time is not have knee-jerk reaction to things, you know? Frank and Adam, I'm sure, will get on. And they have before, they've had fallouts before and got on again. So, you know, I just want to get, make it clear that, you know, talk sport is a huge platform for boxing. There's a great desire to cover the sport on the platform and it's great to be involved with it. Okay. Since in the tone here, we're going to move swiftly uh, on from that, Gareth. But yeah, uh, thank you for your comments on that. Just coming back to this card in, in Saudi, um, and actually, I heard some comments that Adam Catrell made about the Saudi card, and it, it is quite an intriguing card. Maybe it's not the fights that we were all looking for in terms of Joshua and Wallin and and, and Wilder and Parker, etc. But it's a very kind of for that short space of time, a very intriguing card put together. I'm not going to say at the last minute because that's kind of disrespectful to say that, but to, to get all these kind of names onto one card, all yeah. these egos um, in a nice way um, on one card is, regardless of how much kind of money is involved, etc., does still take a lot of work to do. The biggest heavyweights event, heavyweight events are always about ego, money and timing. I think to have... Uh, Anthony Joshua, Eddie Hearn under the same roof as Shelley Finkel and Deontay Wilder. Um, to have Frank Warren and, and Eddie Hearn on a dais together at an event. To have Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua on a Queensbury plus other promoters card is brilliant. What this has taken is a strong desire from Saudi Arabia, His Excellency Turkey El Sheikh and his team to get this over the line. The work of Spencer Brown behind the scenes um, who's done enormous things as well. To have Frank and Bob and all these guys all working together is phenomenal for the sport. Ten, I think if Fury and Usyk had happened on the 23rd, obviously it couldn't because of what Fury went through physically against Francis Ngannou, it wasn't the right timing. Ten of the top 15 in the world with the sanctioning bodies at heavyweight are on that card. You know, it's an extraordinary um, amassing of talent on on the card. Jarrell Miller and Daniel Dubois, great jeopardy in that fight. Fireworks is going to be. Joseph Parker, a former world champion against Deontay Wilder. Otto Valin, tricky southpaw for Anthony Joshua. And if those two do win, Wilder and Joshua, I'm sure we'll see them fight next year. There's loads of great fights on that card. Mahmoudov's back on the card. Frank Sanchez we're going to see over there, which I think is terrific as well. I really like Ajit Kabayel's on there as well. I mean, there's so many names. The, the great thing is there's a willingness to get that division moving and out over in Saudi Arabia. I'm sure the February the 17th card is going to be even bigger because that's an enormous main event 
the undisputed title. First time in 25 years it will be when those two fight after Lennox Lewis and Evander Holyfield in 1999. I think amazing things are happening in the heavyweight division. I see no negatives, even the fact that Wilder and Joshua aren't fighting each other straight away. Build it and they will come. As they say, build it and they will come. I think it's tremendous for the sport, tremendous for heavyweight boxing. But I have said all along, talking to lots of people behind the scenes for months and months, that it was leading to this. It's all aligning for, I think, an amazing two years in the heavyweight division. They're all going to fight each other. We want to see Wilder against Joshua. We want to see Wilder against Usyk. We may well get two fights between Fury and Usyk. It wouldn't surprise me if the first one is a draw, by the way. It just wouldn't surprise me. It's going to be a tricky, technical te chess match. And I think, I think there are plans for more events in March and further on. So we're in for a great time. Um, just finally, do you see... Finally? We've only just started. I know, but you need to drink your coffee and uh, you lost Mary. And uh, No, but Gareth, I look at it as like four potential fights need to happen for any prospects of this Tyson Fury. Possibly five fights need to happen. To finish the year? No, no, to, to bring up any possibility of... Um, of anti Joshua and Tyson Fury possibly okay. fighting. Okay. So if what's we the, what's the route so mate? so if we look at Joshua needs to beat Otto Wallen. Agreed. Um, Wilder needs to beat Parker yes. first of all. Yeah. Tyson Fury needs to beat Alexander Usyk twice. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And Joshua needs to to beat Wilder. Yeah. So there's five fights yeah. there. Yeah. Look, which sounds insane. That needs to happen yeah. before any prospect realistically. Yeah of a Joshua yeah. and Tyson Fury fight. Yeah, is that fair? Yeah, but we could get Wilder and we could get, oh, Joshua and, and, and Fury. Yeah. Okay. That, we'll get to that fight. Joshua needs to win two. Fury needs to win two. And then it happens. So that's a big ask. I think the dangerous fight for Joshua is Wilder. And I think the dangerous fight for Usyk is Fury. But. I think, and I'm on record as saying, I think Wilder beats everyone else as well, apart from Fury. And who knows, we might get Fury and Wilder for a fourth time. I'd still watch that. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of water to pass under the bridge. There's a lot of rounds to be fought. But everything's moving in the right direction. If we get an undisputed title, it's something we've wanted for the last two years. If we get Wilder against Joshua, we've waited almost five years for that fight since they properly started talking about it. Um, I think it is going to happen. I think, like I say, I think there's 12 to 18 months, maybe two years of huge fights now. Um, and when the heavyweight division is going in the right direction, everything else falls into place. What a year we're going to have. Bam Rodriguez and Sonny Edwards to finish the year. That's a great fight. Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron rematch this weekend to put some of the other sides fight, some of the other Pro-Grey Haney. Pro-Grey Haney as well. Really looking forward to that one. Haney's going to be tricky for Pro-Grey. He wants to take his head off, you know. And Haney's a very, very skillful boxer and a tough guy as well. So um, what a year, finally. What a year. And, and thank God, as Frank Warren did say, there is a game changer going on and the game has been changed. Boom. Boom. Gareth Davies, A Davies, sorry. Is that Andrew? It's Angel. No, it is Andrew, yeah. It is Andrew. I don't even think I've ever asked you, that's weird. 
Gareth, there's I... interesting questions for me today. What's your middle name? What's your middle name? You know what my middle name is? Ranganathan. No, my middle name is Cassius. Cassius, baby. After who? Cassius Clay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Gareth, Andrew, Davies, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Enjoy your time here in Dubai. And uh, no doubt we'll catch up with you again before the year's out, no doubt. Well, I hope so. Yeah. We're only in November. All right, mate. Yeah, we are, actually, yeah. Gareth, thank you very much. My pleasure, bud, always. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.